0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to have a lot of fun because we're going to be talking about one of my geek hobbies of AI. Today's guest, Dipendaya, as someone much younger, has already done some really incredible stuff. He's the CEO and founder of Kona at HeyKona.com. And what they're doing with AI and just adaptive learning, I think is really very cool in the business sense. So thank you so much for coming on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's good to chat.
0: No, I mean, I've been playing around with like some deep, yeah. I'm in some crazy Reddits of like advanced prompting, prompt structure, and all this of how to kind of get usable insight and value out of a lot of the GPTs. I've even started playing around with my own auto GPT set up on <laughs> my poor Mac mini that kind of wants to burst into flame sometimes when I have it running. But what you guys are doing is a very interesting approach because you can't just throw some of these questions at AI and expect anything usable. Could you kind of like just walk us through quickly, what is Kona and how is it kind of built? What is, what's going into that to help manage your teams? 100%.
1: Kona is an AI leadership coach for managers. So What it does is you can talk to it about any problem you're facing with respect to managing, leading your team. And it will, one, ask you questions to get to the root of the issue and help you reflect on what's going on. And then finally, it'll give you advice using the expert leadership frameworks. It'll use the context you've given it and recommend a course of action. So that could include, for example, say I have an employee that is performing inconsistently. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes their performance is really poor and I don't quite know how to address it with them. And I want to give them this feedback, but I don't want to demotivate them. And I want to make sure that like, I, I deliver it in a direct but empathetic way. And so I want to make sure I'm, I'm doing that well, but I also want to solve this performance issue. So I would talk to Kona and say, hey, I'm having this issue. It'll ask me some questions to get to the root of what's going on. It'll ask me for specific examples. And then finally, it will tell me what to do. So it'll say, hey, here's how you can structure the conversation with this person. Here's some expert frameworks you can follow. And here's what I recommend you say. And and it'll give me some specific wording I could even use in in the conversation I have with the person. So it's basically my like 24 seven accessible expert leadership mentor that's built into my workflow. So it's built into Slack.
0: So it's using a combination of sort of GPT, but it sounds like you've trained it on your own material, plus you have frameworks, I guess, a prompt structure and things ahead of time that are put into it to kind of give it that direction ahead of time, to just make it more user-friendly. I'm I'm doing some assumptions and just to kind of put it out there. Correct. So it'll take
1: into account expert leadership frameworks, of course, a ton of prompting, prompt chaining, et cetera, et cetera, to make sure that it follows like coaching best practices, and it'll also take into account your company's documentation values. So okay, if you're working yeah. at a company and you have defined company values, or you have a certain way of handling performance situations, or you have an HR handbook, or even individual people that you, you recommended to talk to for various situations, a lot of companies have, say, HR business partners, or compensation experts, or EOS, uh, people of yeah. operations person, it can recommend who you should talk to, as well as what the company documentation says you should do. So say you're preparing, for example, one common use case we see is I'm preparing for performance reviews. Instead of having to then go through the long hours and hours of performance review training that managers often have to go through, the company can just inject the performance review training materials into Kona. And now you can just talk to Kona for help with, okay, what do I do now? What, what do I first do when I'm preparing for the performance review? Okay, I do a talent calibration assessment. Okay, how do I do that? You could, Kona will talk you through that then, okay, I have a specific situation I wanna apply. There's this single direct report that's performing well, but I don't know whether to give them a seven or a nine on the performance rating system that we're using. How do I figure out how to do that? It'll talk you through that as well. And then finally give you recommendations on step one, do this and here's what to do. Step two, do this next thing, here's what to do and so on and so forth. So it takes the guesswork out of leadership problems and, and being a good manager.
0: I like that a lot because I do think, you know, one things i've played around with and it is very interesting but it's very hard to do that sort of on the public tools i think building the idea of being able to create a structure do you follow an okr structure do you have a radical empathy process you know as we've been running the show one of the things we've seen is it's very difficult for a lot of entrepreneurs to talk about the why but the ones who put in consistent work to manage against a why and grow and build against a why. But what's nice is you're, in a sense, oh, this is what you've defined as that. So this does or does not, versus like, Ugh, am I, am I not? Yes, a human can do that. But the consistencies and the way of moving that in a usable format, like they keep saying, like, Every entrepreneur, yeah, it's like when you talk to your team, repeat the line, yeah, da, 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 yeah, do this. It's like, yes, you should still do all those things, but in a sense, the AI is acting as an assistant to can more consistently keep people along the pathway of the why and the strategy, yeah, you know, all the different pieces versus hoping. Exactly, and that's why we we consider.
1: So right now, Kona is is functioning as an AI leadership coach for managers. But really where we see this going, like a leadership coach is is a human leadership coach. You would talk to them, understand, they would take time to understand your problems and give you some advice, mm-hmm. but they usually, a leadership coach might not have the time or the bandwidth or the ability to then keep you accountable to a track of following up on certain action items. And Whereas Kona, where we see it going is eventually being a kind of a fitness coach for leadership, if you will, yeah. where it will keep you accountable to doing the canonically right things that every leader, good leader should do to drive success and high performance on their teams and doing them consistently and doing them really
0: well. Wow. I mean, as a complete sidebar, I would love to see sort of like, what is compared to a typical onboarding of a manager or, you know, someone coming into a company on a normal piece and like, how long do they kind of transition into being a valuable member, having this type of assistance is, I mean. This is the future. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those moments, at least in my mind, because it's like, I do a lot of helping people build out that pathway of like, how do you get your team on board? How do you get them to be consistent? Because it's not just one-off things. It's that process of continuously working towards an understanding of what's possible. So like you have a great example of an engineer on the team who has moved up to management, but have you started comparing against a non-AI-supported ramp time, you know, what that looks like. Does it speed it up? Does it more effective? Have you looked at the comparison point here? It's a good question. The product
1: is still so new that we I don't think we've yet had enough time to be able to say this is how much the ramp time is for a new manager compared to without Kona. What I can say, though, is that managers have told us things like to resolve a typical, like, people-related situation, and b- b- these could be as simple as like, oh, I need to ha- prepare for like a slightly difficult conversation I need to have with somebody, which happens pretty much on a weekly basis for every manager, which could, it could be just checking in on how someone's doing in a one-on-one or navigating mm-hmm. somebody's outside of work, something's going on for them, and I want to make sure I'm supportive of their life. Preparing for those things, thinking about what to say, thinking about what what's going on, understanding it can take anything anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half. And for some of the most complicated situations, especially when it comes to performance, especially if someone's underperforming and you then are thinking about labor laws and compliance and how do I handle all, all those complicated topics, as well as the sensitivity of the situation. Without help, managers are spending hours and hours of time a week Thinking about preparing for those conversations, writing scripts, running those scripts by somebody in HR or their manager, waiting for Mm -hmm. their manager to become available or, or waiting for the HR person to become available, talking it through with them, then following up on that conversation with their own work. And then going back to the person, there's just, it can take days to prepare for one difficult conversation with somebody who's underperforming, for example, whereas with Kona, we've seen multiple cases and and we're going to have a couple of new case studies coming out soon as well, where kona helped reduce that time from two days to literally one hour where it would have taken otherwise two days for me to prepare for the conversation as a manager talk to somebody and with kona one stop go talk to kona get what it says it'll ask you the questions it'll walk you through what you need to do and then i create my doc quickly run it through a human not saying that human involvement is not necessary and sure but then that that hr person is now instead of having to spend hours of their time talking you through the situation and telling you what to do from scratch. All they're doing is just reviewing what what you already planned. And so managers feel one, more self-sufficient, yeah. two, yeah. it's much faster of a, of a resolution time. So we've cut down issues like this from days and, and, and more so the distraction of having to spend days thinking about it and not on it, focusing on something like a strategic business priority bringing that down to one hour, so you can then move on and, and have an effective conversation with the person and,
0: and continue with your work. I mean, that resonates. Back before I sold my last company, one of the things I had done, moved my company to a PEO. You kind of join a collaborative environment where you're all, everyone works for that company, even though you, yeah, you have your own independent company, but it's lower health insurance, some extra better benefits. But that very case you just gave, Kind of someone who was just burnt out. Later, they ended up actually doing incredibly well with a company that went public a few years ago. They were one of the co-founders. It was like, okay, you know, it wasn't because, it, but still. Back to the point was, we had to go through so much work to make sure we followed the PEOS process to ensure that our insurance. It wasn't discussion around the work. It wasn't discussion of this person or even how we were gonna, you know, move past this and do it. It was days of going back and forth, making sure that we followed their process in doing this to ensure that they could cover us insurance in case the guy took he was just like, oh great, you're gonna give me an extra week, see ya. We just spent four days, you know, of literally nothing but you know, going through this. And yeah, and AI, I mean it is so logical because yeah, I have done for people. I've taken whole you know workflow, yeah, you know, fifty-page documents and dumped it in and said, okay, can you walk me through the main points and how to do this? You know, or I did not actually. I'm on a publicly traded company and you get these great big documents. This is what you need to be able to do, and you're like, I don't think anyone's ever going to ask me this, but okay, what do I need to know? So that is amazing. You guys are doing that because yeah, that right there it's not a consistent thing but it is when it does show up it is not an easily trainable it's like you do it once you may not do it for seven months you may not do it again for years so you're not building up a skill set around letting go well maybe you are but you know the idea is hopefully you're not building up that skill set this allows you just that one use case right there is hundreds if not thousands of dollars there and that It's just one use case. Sorry, I I geeked out, but like when you were saying it, it was just like, oh my God, I've been there. I've had to do that. So that is cool. Yeah. Okay, we'll come back and kind of how people can use this and where, you know, what's kind of the use case and for things. But first, I've been, you know, fanboying a little bit going through your background. I I did say you are younger. I'm not going to age shame you or anything here, but like... You're pretty early, at least in my view of your entrepreneurial journey, yet you've had some success. This is an amazing program, uh, amazing offering. You've raised money. This is a pivot because I did find some reference to where this was and kind of like the early, you know, kind of like, oh, that made sense. But this makes so much more sense. Where do you see yourself as an entrepreneur now and where do you see yourself going from here?
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. So I'm I'm 23 years old. I've been a founder mm-hmm. since I was probably 16 or 17 years old. So I've been doing this for, for six or seven years now. And I love it. I love solving real problems for real people. I love being able to build something new from scratch that creates an impact in the world. And the part that I'm looking the most forward to is with Kona turning it into something that really helps every manager become an amazing leader. There's very much a shortage of good leadership and good empathetic leadership, especially at at the front lines of a lot of companies, especially the frontline managers, and it's through no fault of their own. Typically you become a manager because you were a really good individual contributor. You were really good at your, you were a really great software engineer. And now the only way to grow in your career is to become a software engineering manager or you were a really good account executive and the only way to grow is to become a manager of account executives. And typically people skills do not correlate to success in a role like say engineering. And so management skills are something that that don't come naturally to most humans. And so it's something that you have to just learn on the job and management training is great and important and super useful, but it's always ends up being theory and not practice. And so the the thing that I'm looking the most forward to is to help every manager be a great leader by practicing the things that every great leader should do in a way that doesn't disturb their workflow or doesn't take up too much more of their time. So making it really easy and accessible for every manager to be an amazing leader. One that is inspiring to work for, is exciting to work for, because I've seen and felt the impact that both a bad manager can have on your well-being, mental health, overall happiness, and on the flip side, how uplifting, energizing, having a great manager can be for your life, your career, your success, your overall happiness, because a big part of your your mental health and well-being comes from your work and your work environment, and your manager is the most important person that you will interact with at, at any given job. And so helping those managers who are struggling and overwhelmed and don't quite know what to do, get direction and clarity in how to be an amazing leader is incredibly exciting for me and is an impact on on the world that I really want to have. And so that's the the part that I'm looking the most forward to. Of course, I love being a founder. I love building companies. I love building products. I love creating things. But the reason I love it is is because it allows me to help people solve real problems. And the kinds of problems I tend to get excited about are human problems, what I like to call squishy problems. And, and that tends to be in the empathy, leadership, mental health, emotional well-being type of space. And so that's what I found myself always gravitating towards. It's, it's a hard, don't get me wrong, it's a hard space to operating. These are hard problems to solve, but there's real value to be had that we've been able to see the initial glimpses of by, by solving them. So I'm, I'm excited for the future.
0: Yeah. I would be very curious how your business model sort of expands over time because per seat is an interesting, but you're potentially capturing a lot of not tracked value. You know it's typically that type of stuff is not so it is logically and just straight off like dub creates value but it's not something that i track on a piano or kpi structure it's like could indicate like oh we had less this we have higher retention you know there are things it could impact on the pilot but like directly it is but it is such a high value so it's like I'd be curious to see where this kind of fits and how this, because right now you are doing the kind of mid sass, you know, if I, if I may make an assumption and, you know, out there just from an external point of view from marketing, like, okay, you're kind of positioning this as like, oh, this is nice to have and the bringing kind thing. Of, but it's like, given that high value point to push it further and to kind of get, Capture more of the value you are generating in that relationship, and is it just using that as a scale adjustment, or is it using it as a way you move further into the pricing? Well, okay, then that comes in, in raising. You know, last year you guys raised four million bucks. Congratulations! You know that kind of puts you on, yeah, you know, puts you on the map. You know, and kind of does it. Have you seen like the business you talk about as a founder and product developer? But now that you are you know, a bigger company, at least with that backing and with this really great offering, how has your role as the founder, as an entrepreneur in this thing, how has it changed? Are you still in product? Are you still kind of creating? Or are you now moving that lovely, moving further away from <laughs> the thing and trying to guide? Where are you? in that kind of transition point?
1: It's a good question. I'm still very much in the weeds, working, talking to customers, working with them, th- making product decisions, working directly with the engineers, working with every single person on our team very closely, myself and my co-founder, Yen, being super hands-on with everything. We're figuring out what the next, to your earlier point, what the, the like next thing for us is in terms of where does this initial product with the initial early success go from here. And the biggest one is right now, the AI coach is very helpful when you go to it for specific problems. Like I I want to help deliver yeah. feedback. How do I do it? But how do we bring it even further into the flow of work where it just knows what's going on for me and then chooses to proactively give me advice saying, hey, you have a one-on-one coming up with this person. Last time you talked about this topic, I recommend you check in on this and here's how you should do that. Or here's what they've been working on based on their task list. You haven't given them any feedback in the last one month. Do you want to give them some feedback? If, if, even if it's just some positive recognition, here's how you could phrase that based off of the work that they've been doing. And so oh, I things that. like yeah. that, or even I put down, when I set up Kona, I put down, okay, I want to get much better at giving feedback to my team. That's one of the most common things we see among frontline managers is they don't give enough feedback and they don't hold people accountable enough because they're too scared to do it. They don't want to be accountable. And so Kona can then be your partner to ensure that you're holding your team accountable and driving the results that you need to drive by proactively popping up in the right situation saying, hey, in this meeting, you checked in on the progress of, of this specific project, but you didn't ask enough follow-up questions or you didn't make it clear what the priority or urgency of this was. And therefore it seemed like your message didn't get through really clearly. And and here's how you could rephrase that next time, or here's what you should do now, given that this has happened. And so there's a bunch of different directions we could take this, but really the the, the big focus is how do we go from you go to Kona and ask for help the same way you would go to Google and Google something? And, yeah. and now with integrating into your workflow? How can Kona come to you and just deliver you value and and kind of guide you on what to do and and be that real co-pilot, that voice in your ear, coaching you all the time on how to be a better manager without being annoying or overbearing?
0: Yeah, with an AI agent structure, like an auto GPT, not saying it has to be that, but like something like that, where you're pulling, I love using crisp because of the sound benefit, but also the summaries i think are among the better otter used to be great and then it just never it, it's I used sad Christmas when sometimes well. yeah and it's very and they just recently had a i just noticed about a month ago had a huge jump and sort of the that the clarity of their summaries just really improved it could be amazing to pu- have that be something in an autonomous ai agent where it's like okay this is the time frame. So you're pulling an API from a calendar. You're pulling a API from a crisp conversation. You have the companies all the way down to the employee OKR structure, or the EOS rocks, or whatever. You yeah, know, they're all just structures. And then, yeah, I mean, who knows? Throw in a crystal. I, I like crystal nose because it gives you kind of that <laughs> like flow between like oh, and it surprisingly works well. Like this person likes to have direct data this person likes to have a soft story you know how they approach and while we look at where ai is going to transition a lot of what we do for work that would be fascinating even just incremental directional value towards that multiple piece kind of look is going to really drive once again i keep saying this but you're going to drive a lot of values there and all right so you're still in the product, you're still living it, which is great. And you should, because I know a lot of tech founders, a lot of people, it's like all of a sudden the business gets to a certain point where they're like, oh, I have to now spend more cycles running it versus doing it. And eventually, yes, it's where you have to go or you bring in that structure so you can expand. But I miss when I was coding in the early 90s and I kind of grew up past it but it was like it was pure like i knew how things worked i knew why things worked i knew that. once you go up it's kind of this but in a sense maybe you know that's what kona can allow as you're looking at this what's helping you most sort of get into as you talk with your co-founders and where what are you using to help guide your role as an entrepreneur in sort of this now transition to kind of get to that next step?
1: Yeah, it's a good it's a great question. I think over the past few years, having made a lot of mistakes around like where I spend my time, how I spend my time, what I focus on and what I guide the team to focus on, I think I feel like I've built a stronger sense of prioritization and what we need to do as a business. We work closely with, we have some really great investors and advisors who are super helpful in helping me talk through the direction that the company is going in and and what the current focus needs to be. So right now the entire focus is on figuring out what we're not even quite at a 1.0 of the product yet, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so the entire focus is, is figure out what does that 1.0 look like? And actually a lot of that has to do with us manually helping managers and coaching managers one-to-one in what we Mm -hmm. call our Kona Manager Accelerator Program, helping them become better leaders. So I'm working very closely with my co-founder to run run that program. We're coaching about 35 managers uh, across a bunch of different companies, which include frontline managers, engineering managers, technical support managers, all the way up to CTOs, CEOs, and directors of companies on how can we help them uncover their blind spots and areas of weakness and then implement habits that are bite-sized and easy for them to implement into their day-to-day workflow that help them grow and and plug their most important weaknesses as a leader and grow in the way that's most that's highest leverage for them. So we're figuring a lot of that out manually. So to an extent we are the product right now and we're figuring out then how do we productize that slowly and what parts of that can be productized today, what parts of this we, we need more time and more resources to be able to productize in the future and coming up with kind of the like a clearer long-term vision for the actual set of features that the product will have as opposed to just what the product will do
0: that's exciting but like are you working with a coach yourself what specific what tools are you using to kind of because there's a lot of moving parts you're dealing with. And yeah, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this and this and that. It's like, there's just the mental energy just to keep all that balanced. There's a physical energy to actually do that. And then there's the whole idea of making sure it is aligned, which is, as we talked about early with Kona, you know, that value prop. So like, how are you doing it? Cause that's a lot you're trying to handle right now.
1: Totally. I think a few things, of course I use Kona a ton. I, I also work with an executive coach and I'm a big fan of executive cool. coaching. I think for the the types of problems, the complexity of problems that a lot of managers face, if you can afford executive, we're very lucky to have executive coaches on our cap table. So they're investors as well. And so, oh, so we nice. get to work with, with some of the best coaches it. in the world. A <laughs> big shout out to Evolution Coaching and, and Evolution's founder, uh, Jeff Graber is my coach. Evolution is a coaching company that coaches the execs at Slack, Dropbox, Glassdoor—you name it. Awesome coaching company. Big fan of of Jeff. Uh, Janine coaches uh, is another coach at Evolution who coaches my co-founder Yen, and uh, also some great. So that's for on the like leader, like executive coaching piece. And I also I go to therapy. Uh, I find therapy to be super helpful in navigating stress, anxiety, and just ensuring that I have like keeping myself accountable to to healthy life habits as well as some great mentors. So uh, I've mentioned our, our lead investor, Unusual Ventures, our, our lead investor at Unusual Ventures is, is Cynthia Hegde and she's been fantastic. I do regular calls with her just as a sounding board to ensure that that I'm, I'm keeping in mind market trends, what we're seeing in the economy and just following best practices of, of customer discovery, early stage product development. A lot of what we call Like finding product market fit is just a bunch of black magic and there's no one path to finding PMF. So we're still, we're very much on that journey right now. And so having all these mentors and people as a support system has been pivotal for me and and is very critical to our
0: short-term and long-term success. No, I think. Those are really powerful and that is a very healthy way of approaching it because it is very, especially when you do get some forward motion, sometimes to push to the side, to just accelerate into what you're doing. It's like, okay, that extra time you put in, you know, the therapy, but the mentoring and the coaching, I think will give you a lot of benefit. And it's something that I've seen very, very beneficial, but I've also in moments of, uh, stress have kind of put to the side to focus on what I thought was important only to pay that price it's like oh yeah that's part of the fuel in making sure I can still move forward so that's really cool and what I like is even though you're only you're yeah as you jokingly said before you're not even at 1-0 on the product yet you have all sorts of value for managers in this positioning like you said, you have that sort of ongoing mastermind coach community, you have the tool itself, and then you also have the book club. So in a sense, you're giving yourselves a lot of touch points to sort of learn from you know—what what is working, where it is, and how this kind of value is evolving. And how did that sort of evolve for all the, for the community and the book? Not just because I have seen other people have these like, hey, this is just this AI input thing, and maybe we'll put a little extra magic in goodbye. You're being a little bit more holistic, if I can, around the approach you're trying to grow a manager. But where did Absolutely. that come from?
1: I think just an understanding, one of the things that, that's been pretty clear to us from the beginning is that in this space, more than anything else, everything is related. Everything is nuanced. And these are people problems. And so people problems require nuanced solutions. So, so there's a number of ways in which we engage with our target audience. Uh, so the book club is, of course, one, and that's for, that's free for anybody to apply, to join. It's an amazing community of of awesome global managers from companies like Netflix, Meta, SAP, UKG, Lyft, Uber, you name it, all the amazing tons of Fortune 500 company managers are, are part of that community. Sony, PlayStation, et cetera, et cetera. And one, one thing that, so for example, with the book club, we just, posted it about it on LinkedIn saying like hey we're want to read this this book it'd be fun to learn and, and and read together and the book that we picked was Radical Candor by Kim Scott and it just so yeah. happened that we had a second degree connection to Kim Scott and Kim saw the the post that we had made and said i'd love to join the book club and then when Kim joined, she posted about it
0: <laughs> and uh,
1: that kind of blew up a bunch of awesome managers who follow Kim joined and send we partner. Yeah, now we're, we've partnered with Kim on two book club sessions. We work with her and, and and the team at Radical Candor very closely and that's been super helpful for us to learn directly from Kim. She just released, released a new book called Just Work and just work with her directly. But then that made us realize that managers are, are really clamoring for high quality, community resources, ways to learn from each other, ways to learn how to be a better manager in general and a place where they can feel safe. Managers very often have this pressure of, I'm expected to know everything. I'm the source of truth for my team and I have to be the leader. And so when I'm lost, what do I do? And so having a safe space is such a big help for them. And so we've had people in the book club sessions, we do breakout sessions where it's kind of a round table and managers open up about their challenges. And we've seen people get really, really vulnerable and unlock a lot of really powerful learnings and ideas for them to solve really tricky situations that they're facing with respect to their team or their leadership or their manager or their company. And so that's that's been awesome. So I think just the reason why we have all these holistic offerings is because it's a holistic problem. Even if you take something as simple as someone is underperforming and I need to give them feedback. There's so many different reasons that could be happening. There's so many different solutions that you could have, and it's all down, everything is holistic in this space. And so understanding that requires, and and therefore building a software product that is in a space that is very squishy, if you don't do it right, you can get into into the realm of dangerous advice, bad advice, not applicable advice, very, very easily in order to make sure that Kona is always giving really high quality advice with the software that's of course much more scalable than any of these human things that we're doing. We need to do these unscalable human to human interaction touch points to one, help people's help solve the problem and be in the flow of work while we do so, and then take those learnings and productize them so that we can then scale the impact that we're having currently on probably like a few hundred managers through the book club and through the, the manager accelerator, to millions of managers globally, hopefully in the next few years.
0: I think once you get that little connection point, you have a rocket ship by the, yeah, it's just right there. I mean, just getting goosebumps thinking that. It's funny, one of the things I've played around with and I've tried creating, and I always feel this will happen at some point, is the idea of licensing of sort of the learning. So like the coaching processes, licensing it into an AI, so then like radical panders yeah their coaching structure can be licensed and it's like it can reach a whole new audience at a much lower economic you know piece but they end up so so much of a larger audience that you can kind of bring in oh you can bring in eos fine we slot it in or yeah you know, eos is actually freed it you just hire people to do stuff but like i could see where different entrepreneurs different management consultants i always loved aaron hurst of imperative uh who started taproot imperative is sort of the corp b that consults to kind of create sort of radical candor but like bottom up management structures and really cool company really this but it's like it's a little bit of work to kind of Bring in and yeah as much as I think Aaron's it's expensive yeah you know, it's like yeah oh so you, okay yeah <laughs> so I think this could be so cool what you're doing because yeah you know, I've looked at it from like oh how to get people to understand the rules how to get people to you know I'm working with my kids my son just started at St. Andrews in Scotland and he has these huge things I'm like just throw it it don't use it for essays but throw the pdf in and have it break it up your lesson plan how to learn what to do each day, how to simplify? If you don't understand it, get a simpler, go up, you know? And it's like, yeah, his ability is so much faster, you know, better than where I was 30 plus years. Ago. <laughs> so it's like, this is so fascinating as you guys approach this, I mean, the monetization of that is going to be huge. And then on the flip side of the audience, I do a lot of work. I've been looking to acquire a company. I sold my last company about 10 years ago, I've been looking to acquire and there's this huge growing sort of like environment of people and of acquisition entrepreneurs. And it's so different from sort of the VC type of world because you're looking at cash flowing businesses to acquire, not like rubbing and hoping you move you may not have end result. You may not get as big a result, but you have a more, a lower risk adjustment when you require cash flow. Totally. But like, what's so interesting is not all, because like I'm an ex-entrepreneur going through, but the vast majority of searchers are, tend to come from the finance environment. And consistently, I do a lot of work where I help them even understand not the tactical structure of the marketing, but just like, where the marketing structure is and how to kind of move it forward given the resources. But even a bigger thing I hear consistently is operations. Like how to create that. Like, okay, it was, a you know, I acquired a company and, you know, we have a couple of guys kind of tell the other guys what to do. And, you know, Maybe we brought someone in, or I'm not sure I'm doing this. That is a market where I could so see you approaching where it's like, Hey, we're helping you reduce that transition risk of coming in, buying a company. We're going to give you that management layer that isn't forcing anyone. Yeah. You know, Cause everyone's afraid of like, well, if we're too hard, too fast, people are going to walk out the door or, you know, we're going to break something. It's like finding the markets are going to be your fun, but it's still so many, I think are there as you kind of approach it, it, just sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> I, again, I'm just, I'm just fanboying on what you've created. Cause I do think this is such a cool, fun, useful piece. Yeah, you, know, you talked earlier about success is going to be getting this in, getting it larger and figuring out all the different markets, but creating more of that like support and having more people be able to feel like they can grow manage, lead in a larger and smoother way. Do you look at like, what success is going to look like, not for the company, not for Conan, but for you, you know, is this like, okay, I want to get to X and fell and then become a VC. Is this, do you want to become the next Facebook? What is success? And do you, do you work on defining it or are you just sort of seeing how it's happening? How do you define success for yourself? Let's just leave it there
1: i think the thing i've been always pretty clear about is i define success as impact on the world and so i don't i don't pretend to have any idea of what exact form that'll take in terms of like ipo acquisition any other route that the business could take but the framework that we or the, the north star that we go by is how can we create the most impact on the world and because we know that in the space that we operate in that's a what motivates us and anyone that joins the team. That's what motivates me is being able to actually solve a problem for tons of people and solve a really important, hard problem. And we know that, of course, the financials of the business will be taken care of because we operate in a space where solving something like this has an impact on the bottom line. Once we can prove the ROI, everybody knows and feels it, but being able to show the exact numbers and find some good calculations for that uh, we already are seeing some early signs with things like it's saving time to solve like difficult issues and reducing that by 90%. I, I think is a matter of just time and, and, and reps, but the, the framework that we use is is how can we create the most impact on the world? And so if I were to answer the question of what does success look like for me is, is if I can create something or build something that outlives me or, or yeah creates a big impact on the world that's beyond just the direct individuals that
0: I work with. Oh, okay. cool. Well... I believe you have a very good shot at that because this is pretty impressive. So, you know, I'm really, really excited to see what you do here. And I'm going to look for ways to kind of either play with it, my own efforts, you know, as I look at acquisitions or suggest to other people, just because I do think this is the kind of the, where these tools are going. It makes such logical sense. I hadn't really thought of it in this way before looking at Kona. But it makes so much logical sense given where the technology is so quickly moving, having that constant support, having a her, but for you know business instead of just life support. I don't know where you would put her, but it's going to make and it will make so much of the negative part aspects of business potentially that much better. So I'm really excited to see what you do with it. Other than going to heykona.com to go check it out from the audience, how can they engage more? How can they learn more? What should they do if they're interested in seeing this for their own teams?
1: Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. You can go to heykona.com. That's H-E-Y-K-O-N-A.com to uh, play around with it, install it to Slack. We have a sandbox environment. If you don't use Slack at your company where you can join another Slack workspace on a personal email, play around with it on your own. So that's the easiest way to get access to the actual product itself. You can sign up from the website also for our manager book club, which is free. Once you get accepted, you could sign up for the manager accelerator, which is just one to one focused 30 day program to help you upskill on one specific aspect of, of your leadership. And we found that to be super, super impactful in just 30 days of, of, of working with individuals. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm just, yeah, Siddharth Pandia on LinkedIn. You should be able to search if you search. Kona or kona you'll find me on there and yeah i'm pretty active on linkedin as well
0: all right cool we'll make sure we put all that into the show notes into the email when this episode comes out and then also just in our socials for this said thank you so much for coming on the show i really it was a lot of fun and really gave me a lot to think about here so thank you so much
1: thank you i really appreciate it thanks for having me on
0: cool i'm glad all right everyone thank you so much for listening today i really think you'll get a lot of value from going to check out HeyKona.com. Yeah, you know, we've talked on other episodes of where AI is going. This is a great example of just where that value can be captured and sort of moved further into your own environment. You know, your own businesses, your own teams, everything. I mean, just some of the use cases of simplifying some of the processes of dealing with problems within an environment that is huge, but Looking at the positive sides and creating consistencies and smoothing out how to utilize some of that, I think is going to be huge. So please, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really, really excited to see what goes on with Kono in the future. I hope we bring some even cooler people down the road onto the show. Thank you so much for listening today, everyone, and I'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye. This episode of Beyond A Figures is over